and action. <laughs> Sean just warmed up for like a minute and a half straight. Yeah, I've been watching Glee. You have to warm up your voice so that you can be prepared for whatever you have to do. What are you getting prepared to do? Uh, d- talk on the podcast. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, fair, fair enough. enough. Fair exactly. Enough. You okay. didn't warm up your voice, so when I hear a voice crack in there, I'm calling you out. Uh, put me on for like minute 13, I bet minute you. Minute 13. Yeah, I bet you I got you at 13. <laughs> um, so, Sean Filson, Zach How you Taylor. warmed up your voice? No. <laughs> I did it on purpose, you know? Uh, I, I've okay. created a... And I'm not. I'm trying not to remember the terms from yeah, Glee really yeah, fast. I'm trying to. Okay. But today we have Zach's been at work. I don't have to go to my classes right now because, uh, you know, I've already done basically everything this semester. Um, I'm a that. published. I didn't know that. Well, okay, my my Monday and Wednesday classes I don't have to. Okay. My Thursday or my Tuesday Thursday class I have to. That makes more sense. Um, but two of my three in-person classes I don't have to do anymore. Why? Because I'm just done. Like, all I have to do is write one more or two more papers for one class and then three more to finish out the semester. How much longer you got in the semester? Like a month? This week, next week, and the week after is finals. So the first week of December is finals? Yep. Huh. That makes sense then. And now I don't have to go to classes anymore. So we're recording at 11 a.m. on Wednesdays now. Do you want me to come there during your lunch break? Because <laughs> no, I will. No, 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 no. <clears throat> but no. yeah, we, uh, how, how was work today, buddy? It was all right. I got, uh, I actually didn't have a lot to do. So I got to watch a few games on 1.25 speed rather than two times speed today, which was definitely a lot better. A little less, uh, hectic with the, um, the announcer's voices. So it was definitely better. <laughs> yeah, guys, uh, I don't even know what you did. Call that move right there, but I don't. I just like it a lot. I think I have a note. Yeah, I have a note from like two weeks ago. I don't even know if I said it on the podcast, but it freaked me out so much because like I had it on two times speed. And I was watching a Lakers game, and the Lakers announcer was like, "Love it, love it, love it, love it," and I was like, "Holy cow!" He did not just say that in two times speed. He also was saying that really, really fast. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. Yeah. Like I, and I had to like go back and like rewatch it in like normal speed to hear it. And I was like, wow, that was. Please tell me you've watched a Hornets game where like Miles yeah. Bridges does a crazy yeah. dunk. They're, and they're... Eric Collins is just like, whoa, bam, bam, wazam. Like he just says the most random stuff, but you love him because I don't, I, mean... I don't know how to describe his like, uh, his commentating style. It's like very like cartoony. Like he's definitely like comic book kind of style with all like the um verbiage he uses but i i kind of like it it's a little much in two times though but going to what we're gonna talk about today um oh wait hold on hold on so i took ryan to his first nba game on wednesday it was the thunder versus the pelicans at the pelicans because you know we're a lot closer to new orleans and we are okc uh it was a fun game no so we i went to two games wednesday and then saturday with my dad Neither of them had like a crazy dunk or crazy nothing, nothing ridiculous. No poku soaring through the air. No, no. It, it was um, Zion looking fat as hell on the side. Oh, he he, he oh, definitely. Okay. Looked... okay, you got you got some of that. Yeah. Okay. But so Wednesday, it we had courtside seats for both games. Supposedly. But, but Wednesday, since they didn't tell us we had to have two shots, 
Or they, a negative test. Yeah, or a negative, like, specific test. It's like a PCR COVID-19, mm. just random uh, test that you have to make, like, an actual, like, an appointment for and stuff like that. We didn't get to sit in our assigned seats. Yeah, I heard, I from what I heard is they downgraded you without any refund. Yeah. And you also were downgraded from... The second row, or well, I guess if I'm counting the first row as literally the court, mm-hmm. and then they, and then, sorry, you were downgraded from the second row all the way to like the eighth or ninth row. Seventh row, yeah. Yeah, for what what reason was it? Because uh, we didn't have two shots. Okay. okay. Yeah, we had one to get into the arena, but we didn't have two, which wasn't specifically stated. When you bought the ticket. Yeah. Okay. So it was very annoying, but something cool turned out from it. We got to sit – so the seats that we got were like the family section for the Pelicans. So we sat behind one of the assistant coach's wife and kids, and then the team dentist sat right next to me. What? Yeah. And then about two or three rows behind me, David Griffin, their general manager, he was sitting there. And I was like, I don't even know what I'd go up to him and Nothing. say. Nothing. Like, bro. hi, I know can, who you are. Hi, can you uh, make some better – like? Coaching choice decisions, please. Like y'all are one in eleven. Do you, I? Yeah. So I play my GM on two K. These are some players some that help? I. Th- these are some players that I think you should go after. <laughs> you should. You should have mapped out like a whole like three year like trade chart that you did on my GM and then brought it to me like so. This is kind of like a plan that I was kind of thinking. I know it entails you getting like Kevin Durant, James Harden, Steph Curry, and also Shea. Um, but you also have to keep like Nikhil Alexander Walker, Zion's gone. I know it's kind of a lot, but um I say we make it happen. Yeah. I'm two also to, gonna two to three year plan. I'm also gonna need to pay a pay for what I just gave you. Um I'm just saying we went eighty two and oh. So <laughs> Yeah, I I was doing an eighty two and 0 challenge. I turned off all the sliders so <laughs> I could pay people however much I wanted to. But you know, that that honestly doesn't matter in this. All that matters is I got the Pelicans to eighty two and 0, and I know you can't do that. So but yeah, I had no idea what to go and say to him. <laughs> Just be like, "Yeah, should, I should know who you are." And so I didn't talk to him, but I was talking to the team dentist and the uh, wife of one of the coaches mm. in front of me. It was fun. I mean, Ryan enjoyed it for his first ever game. It would have been cool to sit courtside because we would have been like two rows behind OKC. Mm. But yeah, we we had a good time going, and he tried. Um, Raising Canes for the first time. Mm. It's very average. Very not as hyped. Not as good as it's hyped up to be. Yeah, people hype it up so much. And then you taste it and you're just like, yeah. this is, I mean, this is on par it's, with it's like good. Zaxby's and it's stuff. It's good. Yeah. I'll give you that. It's it's okay. I, I think, I think actually, what's funny is like when me and Beck went to, uh, when we went to Austin, that was also my first time trying Raising Canes, which is not even like two weeks ago at this point. And I also was thought the exact same thing. It's not like I'd had this before. I tried it and I was like, I was kind of hyped up. The breading, good, mm-hmm. but it it was just like bland. Like it wasn't anything special. Like I, have you had Hattie Bees yet? No, never even heard of it. Hattie Bees, insane. Uh, only one that I've ever like been to is the one in uh, Birmingham. Like when I'm on the way up to Huntsville with Beck, and insane. They got these like spicy chicken sandwich and the buns like a little sweet. Mwah. They got some pickles. Yum. Yeah. Yum. So good. Hattie B's over whatever. Canes. Um, but then the game Saturday, 
my dad and I went. We went and got uh, all-you-can-eat shrimp and mm. stuff like that before the game. And then got to the game. We So we actually got to sit courtside this game because I went and got my second shot. Yeah, yeah. Something okay. like that. Okay. Um, okay. So we got to do courtside. Why not just a negative test? Because you, you have don't... to set up an appointment. And oh, okay. Thursday I worked at night. Friday I worked sure. all day. And Fair then enough. Saturday we left early. Fair um, <clears throat> so they have this courtside restaurant type thing where you get all the stuff for free except for beers and stuff like that. Perfect. Beers and sodas. Perfect. So all this food you can... And y'all went to all you can eat shrimp right before that. Yeah. So (laughs) we didn't eat until halftime. We went a few minutes before halftime, which I rarely ever leave before the, like, before people. Mm -hmm. But we get in there, there's all this stuff. Okay. So what I wore, I wore these, like, cargo type pants where they have these huge pockets around my knees. Oh, my God. So they put out this, like, thing of. You know how they have the 40-piece assorted candy with Reese's and stuff like that? I put six Reese's in my pockets, uh, Kit Kats, some Fig Newton bars, uh, the Team Pelican cookies that they had. Yeah. I put them all in my pockets, got us some water, some free coffee. Uh, Then I had some like Thanksgiving turkey with stuffing and stuff like that. shouldn't have ate beforehand. Some wings. Yum. And so I grabbed all that, and it it all tasted really good. I mean, it wasn't like... Tasted it didn't free. taste It didn't taste like mass-produced. Tasted free. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But it was, it was really good. It was a fun experience. We didn't get to get autographs at the Saturday game because we were too close to the players. There was no roping off of from where we were and where the mm. players would be, but... Wednesday, we did get to get autographs because we ran around and mm-hmm. uh, we got Mike Muscala and Isaiah Roby. So Ryan got his first autographs. On what? On his Shea jersey. True. I got him on my Giddy jersey. Yeah. True. That's so, exciting. Yeah. The Thunder won that game and then the Pelicans won the Grizzlies game. So True. It was really fun. And I think based on how we have our things set up, I think you're going to get to talk about two of the teams you saw this week, right? Let's Is that see. True? Like, I know for sure Thunder. Yeah, Thunder. No, no. you talk about the other two. Dang it. Well, I'll give them to you if you want them. Trust me, I don't know. <laughs> you don't have much on them, I know. <laughs> okay, so at, at this point, you've probably seen the title of this episode. Um, so <laughs> I actually stole this idea, I'll, I'll admit, when I don't have my own creativity with it. But it, it sounded so much fun to do. So some of our favorite guys, the starters, now they're known as the No Dunks podcast. Used to be um, known as Basketball Jones. Yeah, Basketball like, Jones. Um Honestly, one of our favorite like podcasts. They had a show on ESPN for a minute, or I guess like NBA TV for a minute. Um, and they did this. So uh, basically, we're going to go through all 30 teams, and you have to say one nice thing about all 30 teams. <laughs> and it sounded so fun to me because I know so many – or the, I would say at least like a third of these teams. I don't really have anything nice to say about them. Either it's just like you're they're just not good or um, – it's hard to watch or um, or both. There's there's a team that is both that Sean has. Um, <laughs> and um, But we're just going to go back through it. I think um, we did – we wanted to like have like a mix of like both of us having some good teams, both of, both of us having some bad teams. So we basically just did like league standings overall and then just went like even in odd numbers. Um, 
I think I, I have mine in alphabetical order by the city, <laughs> which I guess is not like a great way to go through them. Um, and I think Sean has his by the standings order. Correct? I do. So you For have two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? Yeah, and then I have one through twenty nine, or one through one through thirty. Sorry, and I just have the odd numbers one, three, five, seven, nine. I just have mine in alphabetical city order. So, since I technically have number one. I'm not going to give you number one, but I'm going to give you the first team. So I'm going to go Charlotte Hornets. One nice thing to say about Charlotte Hornets, LaMelo is not only creating a culture, but also being a net positive win on the court. They won three straight this week. So that's my one nice thing about them. All right. So I'm just going to go in order of the 2468, who do we appreciate, 10, 12. Yeah. Uh, So starting off with the number two team in the league. Mm-hmm. The Washington Wizards. Yeah, yeah, you heard that right. If you need to rewind it, because I kind of had to check it multiple times and make sure they were there. Um, so I said, their assortment of role players to support Beal has been incredible. And despite Beal's regression and scoring, they obviously have the second best record league-wide. Mm. The guys around them are definitely like picking up some slack. I agree. <clears throat> Kuzma looks great. Trez looks great. I mean, Spencer mm-hmm. Dinwiddie... Has picked up the slack when Beal hasn't played. Heck yeah. It's been great. I, I, Spencer didn't what he's like playmaking. I think is how he's doing a lot. And I don't know if he's getting like enough credit for it. So I agree with everything you just said. So my second team, alphabetically, I want, I have the Chicago Bulls. Okay. I'm going to be honest. And it kind of sucks because this is my second one and every single other person one I did. Um, I didn't do anything for the Bulls because I wasn't really sure what to say. I like. I think obviously they're like they're back. They're playing good. They're, those are all things we've already said, right? The Bulls are back, baby. Um, Lonzo's been playing good. We've already said something like that before. Like uh, Zach Levine's like kind of playing with more tempo. We've said that before. Like I wasn't really sure what to say that was like new to add to them. Do you? I'm just. I kind of left it open. Like, do you have something like specific for them? I know you didn't have them, so. Uh, I know I was looking through and I saw that. Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan are both averaging 26 points per game. So 72 combined points per game. I mean, their record is 52. 52, 52. sorry. They've had... Oh, I was no, like, holy sorry, 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 sorry. They've what? had... What? <laughs> they've combined for 70-plus points okay. like six times so far oh, this okay. season. Oh, okay, okay. So, I believe that. That's actually sick. That, that's what I... I just put the stats together, you know? It made it sound cool. So, uh, so you definitely... I guess the one nice thing could be maybe like they they actually might have like a, a good good number two option to go along with Zach Levine because he he's been scoring insane honestly for like two seasons in my opinion I guess like one and a half after that All Star break two seasons ago um, so I guess yeah oh I, I guess I can probably say they made great moves in off season I think that I don't know I feel like theirs is just they're just honestly just playing good I can't really pick up on like one specific thing that I'm like okay that's like brand new that we haven't like already said so. Yeah, I think they're doing really good on defense, mm-hmm. and Vooch is out, so that could be a reason why, because, you know, he's barbecue chicken. <laughs> but, yeah, they're, I think, top three in defense so far this season. Mm-hmm. So, hopping over to my next one, Brooklyn Nets. So, Kevin Durant flat out looks dominant, right? It's something people were going to be skeptical of uh, when he got injured, but his efficiency has been ridiculous. I don't... I don't have a stat chart for what he's shooting so far, but he's above 60% in most field goal percentage places, and then he's above 40% from three. Really? Could have another easy 50-40-90 season. 
I I don't know what his free throws are, but yeah. It, and apparently he's playing with a hurt uh, shooting arm. Really? Yeah. I, I saw I saw that in the reports that. earlier today. But they have the fourth fourth best record in the league mm-hmm. without Kyrie. I heard some stupid ass shit about Kyrie <laughs> today. I have to tell you, it was like this article, and it was talking about like crazy trades that reporters think could happen. And it was like Kyrie to the Spurs, and I was like, bro. Yeah, it was for like Thad Young and uh, Derek White. Like, in why? The second, or- why would they do that? Yeah. Like, what are the are they vaccinated? Is that why? You're gonna yeah. trade him because you're gonna trade for Thaddeus Young. Just be, I don't know. I I just saw it and I just had to I had to mention it. it was so stupid. All right, my next one. I got the Dallas Mavericks. Jalen freaking Brunson. Looks like the man who was the AP Player of the Year, Wooden Award, Naismith, Big East Player of the Year. So many college accolades. Two-time champ, okay? He looks nuts. Um, one metric that I have actually fallen in love with recently is this. Uh, it was created by, like, the 538. I think I might have mentioned it last episode, maybe a little bit. Um, but it, they, they call it Raptor. It's basically like an overall player efficiency and, like, usage model. Um, and Jalen freaking Brunson is top five in total, like Raptor rating with an over, I think he says his is like 8.6. Keep in mind, Giannis is at 8.4 and Jimmy Butler is at 8.5. And the only two players ahead of him are Steph Curry and Nicole Jokic. So just, he needs, he's, he needs a shout out. He's playing insane and he literally looks like all that the accolade stud that was coming out of college at from Villanova. I love it. I I think he's become the player that they were hoping he was going to become yeah. when they drafted him. Uh, next one, Nuggets. Which coincidentally they play each other tonight. The Mavericks and the Nuggets do. Um, I was watching them. The they were showing highlights of them of like game winning or game tying uh, shots, and two or three of the Nuggets ones were against the Mavericks. So I was like, what? All right. Well, okay. So you smacked them. Well, I, I didn't, <laughs> but it was, it was kind of weird to me. And two or three of Luca's because it was only Luca. Um, two or three of them were against the Celtics. So that was pretty cool. Uh, so the Nuggets, Jokic still looks like the MVP of the league. Uh, I mean, yeah, you've 100%. talked about it for a couple Seasons, or not seasons, but podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even without his co-star, Jamal Murray, mm-hmm. he still has the Nuggets atop the West. And Michael Porter Jr. for three games now. Yeah, and Michael Porter Jr. is averaging under 10 points per game, and he just got that max contract. Yeah. You know, Jokic looks insane. I have I have loved watching their games. Those are my highlight of the week, is like going and watching like their games. Like Their ball movement looks insane. They Sometimes I watch them. And it looks like their coach was like, all right, no one gets to dribble for the next three minutes. And I'm like, bro, y'all look so good. It's just so much fun. I, I, I put on here a note because I did some teams that weren't in my 15 and some that were. Um, oh, yes, I did all the teams that were in my 15, obviously. Uh, except for the Bulls. Those are too hard. Um, I said, I said Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. are still on this team, question mark. Like, I cannot wait to see these people. I also want to say Aaron Gordon is guarding Point guard so well, bro. This week, he, he had multiple stints of guarding Trey, Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum, and Malcolm Brogdon and looked 
insane on his feet guarding all of them. I he, I am in love with the Nuggets player right now. Um, my next team, Detroit Pistons. Uh, Sadiq, Sadiq Bay. Wow. Sadiq Sadiq. Bay. Sadiq Bay. Sonic Bay. <laughs> Sadiq Bay has been playmaking and breaking down opponents at a much higher rate than I was expecting when evaluating him during the draft. He's yeah, gonna, he's I picked a lot him up in fantasy. Did you really? Yep. <laughs> dang it. <laughs> dang it. <laughs> yeah, it was between him or Dylan Brooks, and I was like, Dylan Brooks scores he only a lot. played one game, right? Or two? Who? Dylan Brooks has only played one so far? Yeah, he had like a right hand fracture or yeah. something. He wasn't supposed to play in the Pelicans game, but he ended up playing. That dude jaws at the refs so much. So much. Oh. He's averaging like 21, right? Dylan Brooks, 21 points in like two games or one game. Yeah. Or yeah. Wow. Uh, my next team, we're hopping over to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Love it. Evan Mobley. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go off on you for a second. Evan Mobley looks exactly like I said he would. I told you he was my favorite prospect in the draft. And that the Rockets would regret not picking him. Because I knew Cade was going number one. Evan Mobley. I didn't even think he was going to be this good. His rookie year, bro. The defense, but looks he nuts. looks ridiculous. He looks nuts. They have their centerpiece of the future. He looks so nuts, <laughs> dude. I my note for him, and I I think I told you this over text earlier this, earlier this week, or maybe even last week, where I was like, I think the the Cavaliers might be my most watched team at the end of the season. Yeah. Um, my note was like Evan Mobley's footwork continues to impress me. Like, holy crap. Like, he – I literally watched the man sidestep 10 feet in two steps and didn't cross his feet at all. Like, I, I it was just insane. I, I love it. I, I cannot stop watching their games. Um, my next team, <laughs> I have the Golden State Warriors. I said they are the favorite to come out of the West now. How do you feel about that? The Lakers? The Warriors. Oh, the Warriors? Won't say Warriors. Yeah. They should be yeah. the favorite coming out the West. Yeah. I, I Without mean, Clay right now, 11 And Wiseman. And Wiseman. I think Wiseman is what I was worried about Evan Mobley being. Come on. Look at... Dude, Wiseman looks like crap. Like, there's no metric that you can show me and be like, Wiseman looks good. I don't know. Side topic. But yes, I got Warriors... I think I think their their nice thing for them has to be, uh, I guess I could have been something about MVP, but I think they're the favorite to come out the West. What okay. you got? I like it. I mean, I don't have anything on the Warriors, but uh, yeah, I do think that I think Draymond might win Defensive Player of the Year again. Maybe. I I think people have been talking about him as a front runner. Really? And, yeah. Well, who else would you think? I mean, probably I, Rudy Gobert. Gobert's yeah. obviously gonna get a ton of votes. I don't know. I would love to see Jokic get it or something. Just out of nowhere. <laughs> yep, uh, Jokic, defensive player of the Ain't no way. I would love it. All right, we're going on to the Jazz. My my literal note in my phone. They're <laughs> the Jazz, a machine in the regular season. Wait, where's my note? Where's my note for the Jazz? Is that the same thing I wrote for the past four weeks? <laughs> Wait a second, where are the Utah Jazz in my notes? It. Oh, no, I didn't write it this week for them. Elaborate? Anything else? No, that's it. They're just a machine in the regular season. They, if they want to prove something to me, they have to prove it in the playoffs. Fair enough. Um, but that was nice. They're a machine in nice. the regular season. It was They're nice. a machine. It was that's nice. 
I'm trying to look and see if I put anything different for them this week. Nothing. Nope. I literally just dragged that comment over again. Uh, I have the Pacers in my next one. Um, I said, Miles Turner could maybe possibly just, maybe just a little be a tradable asset. Maybe. Just okay. possibly. His defense looks insane, as we already knew. And he's had a ton of like rebounds recently. So maybe they can move him. That seems like a positive to me. Yeah. <laughs> Positivity. Yeah, they were tough for me. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, 76ers. Tyrese Maxey looks like an all-star player over the past five-ish games. He's averaging like 30 points a game. It's 27, but almost 30 points and beads out. But him and Curry together look amazing. They've showed that they have the guard play to support Embiid and Tobias Harris. Okay. And that they can finally trade Simmons, even if it's for a package they aren't loving. Even if they're probably not going to, you know, win the deal, maybe. Yeah. But (laughs) Simmons isn't going to play for them. (laughs) It's not going to happen, so, you know. Yeah. Tyrese Maxey could potentially be an all-star. They it's need, not going to happen. Need, they need the scoring. It's not going to happen, but, <laughs> you know, he's he's he, playing like one over five games. You just did the exact so. thing like it. Maybe they could possibly just, maybe just a little, have an all-star? Yeah. Maybe. Uh, next team I got, Clippers. I said, if PG can keep this pace, he is an MVP candidate. I can't go any farther than that. Yeah, well... Uh, He's a candidate. Once we once we get into our MVP of the week and <laughs> stuff, well, he's mine, so uh, I can agree to that. Just maybe. Yeah. If he keeps a pace, he can be it. But then again, that's probably the best thing they can get because I wanted to throw it in there. They have no picks. What you got next? Let's go! What you got they next? don't have picks. Um, New York Knicks, all right? They haven't had an amazing... They had a great start, but the past week or two, they haven't played that great. But Very lackluster. Randall's All-NBA season last year wasn't a fluke. Oh, I, I agree with that. He's showing that he is and can continue to be a centerpiece for a playoff team in the East. I, I And that's like one to six. I think it looks great. Yeah. I think it looks great. And then you were, ta- you were showing me uh, some stats earlier. Derrick Rose is like... Oh, Number yeah. three. Yeah. <laughs> that's one thing that's a little weird to me. On this, like, Raptor standing, or this Raptor, like, metric, pretty cool, in my opinion. Like, a lot of it feels very accurate. One outlier, Derrick Rose is in the same, like, small quadrant as Jokic. I don't know what's going on there, but he's up there. Um, this one you're going to like a lot. Okay, Sean. I got the Lakers. Somehow I got both LA teams. Whatever. Um, Westbrook's a good player. Woohoo! Maybe. Are we sure? Um, he's a good player now. Now he's a good player. Yeah. That he plays for Lakers. Well. And now he's also a clutch player and a good oh, locker yeah, room. Cl- also good for the locker room now and also a good team player. So I know that's kind of new for everyone. Um, yeah, Westbrook is good. Uh, he hadn't played – amazing throughout the season because obviously the thunder beat him twice um yeah 
But he's good the, now that he's in he's on the Lakers. Yeah. He's actually a good player. Yeah. Now that you get uh 50%, 75% of casual fans knowing his name. They uh, said they said, good. Oh wait, he's he plays on TV? Yeah. We can watch him? Oh, okay, cool. I mean, yeah, he's good. He's good. Yeah, I'm good. He's definitely yeah. good. All right. Hopping over to the Raptors. Make this one quick. Scotty Barnes, rookie, and OG have shown the ability to carry the team. OG kind of looks like a younger Kawhi, like a Spurs Kawhi. Oh, nice. Hold on, hold okay, on. I'm okay, not done. Okay, I'm not done. Okay, okay. Fred Van Vliet has taken over the Lowry role and is succeeding in it. Yes, yes. Fred Van Vliet is a stud currently. <laughs> I wanted to throw it in. <laughs> Dude, Toronto looks like – I think I've said this, but it wasn't in my notes, so I have to say it. Toronto looks like they're running like three 2K point forwards and then like a sharp – a playmaking sharp. Yeah. And – I, I swear I've said that before, and it wasn't in my notes, and I was like, they they just look huge on the court. They just look like they have like six or three, not six people, like they have three six foot nine guys who literally are just like, oh, I got your guy, I got your guy. I got, like, they look like the guy that you play with, and he's, he like wants to switch every time, yes. and it's kind of sick. Scotty Barnes, when they were playing uh, Kings, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it was the Kings, uh, <laughs> it's something you see in park games like like you go to the wreck and you like in person and you get Rashawn Holmes he's looking to pass it and Scotty Barnes is like come on come on pass it to me <laughs> and he almost got it jeez yeah last thing I will say about the Raptors I had to put in here they look like they're going to be a tough 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 matchup for someone in the first round so I don't know who they're going to get. Could be a, maybe like a Celtics. I can kind of see them matching against like the 76ers. If 76ers fall a little bit, maybe we see them play like the Knicks or something in the first round. I don't know. I think they're a good matchup for almost any team. I think they're going to be tough. Even if they play like Bucks, Nets, like just the way that they kind of play, I think they could be a really, really scrappy, hard team to beat in the first round. Um, my next team, I got the Grizzlies. Anything to say about them? You saw them live this week. Um not you, really. You I mean, Jaw can shoot. Jaw, like, now he is showing off his shot. Yeah. And, dude, he could – he was hitting threes. I think like, he, not I'm even just like 35% or something, which might be career high. Like, not even on the line threes. They were, like, deeper than that. I put – um, it's just kind of like a slap. But it just – I'm still, like, pissed about the whole, like, Jaw saying, like, why does it take me an average thirty six to be get, to get all star commentary? I'm still a little pissed at that, honestly. I said John Morant is really good at driving at the rim, and I want to throw this stat in there. John Morant is averaging the third most drives per game at twenty one point four. You want yeah. take a guess who's above him? Take a Luka guess. Luca and Trey Young, number two. Malcolm Brogdon. Oh, I knew. I, dang it, I knew that. Cause I guess they, just like kickouts. Because they talk about how Shea is like top five. He's been top five. He's number one. Oh, he is? He's number one at 23.6. Okay. And then I think Luca and Trey are somewhere They're probably four in or five like, yeah. or something. When because I that's this. who it's – I think those four, excluding Malcolm Brogdon, mm-hmm. were like the top last year. Maybe Westbrook was in that top five. I could five. see that. I could see that. Um, that's just like nuts to me. I, I think I think the stat was like, like like if you think about it like he shoots probably like twenty field goals a game and he's also driving over twenty times I don't know it just feels like a lot 
But to be fair, like his usage rate isn't that high. So it's like you're just as soon as you're getting the ball, you're driving a ton. I don't know. Whatever. He's good at driving. Yeah. He's a, he's a good shooter too. In person, he was a really good shooter. He, Sean said he snapped that game. Though. Yeah, he, he did. snapped that game, though. He did. Um, hopping over to the Boston Celtics. So, you ready? Give me it. All right. So, Jalen Brown. Yeah, I know I know you don't like him. I like him more than I like Ben Simmons, if that's what you're about to say. <laughs> he <laughs> has been taking over games this season. And I agree uh, And into last season. But... He's showing that he might be the alpha on the team instead of Tatum. What? Where are you getting? What? Well, I might challenge you on this. I might uh, explain. Okay, so Tatum came into the league as like this, not finished product, but like you knew what he was going to be. He's going to score. And Jalen Brown came out of college. Yes, he was the third pick in his draft, but everybody saw him. Everybody booed him at first. And then... They were like, oh, he's just this athletic guy that's going to dunk a bunch. He's shooting now. He's, he's handling the ball. He's, he's I think he's become an alpha on the team. I, I'm i not saying Jason Tatum isn't, isn't a alpha, okay. but I think Jalen Brown is the that. top dog on that team as a player. Game on the line, you think Jalen Brown's getting the ball? I think he should get the ball. Oh, I think he's gotten the ball a few times, what? honestly. See, like the only reason why I push back is because I think I think I saw a stat when I was watching a game on uh, on Saturday that Jason Tatum in games with or I think it was games without Jalen Brown, he's averaging like twenty eight points per game, and games with Jalen Brown, he's averaging like twenty three, and it's on less field goal attempts. So in my opinion, that feels like if he's by himself, then that would make him. I don't know. I just I'm going basic just on that stat. I don't. You're not saying they're like crazy far apart. Oh no, like, I'm not saying like oh now Jason Tatum is the second option yeah, on the team. Yeah, like confirmed. But we also agreed they should not be trading for Ben Simmons. Oh right. heck no. Okay, okay. Heck no. We're on the same page on that. Um, my next team, Miami Heat. Jimmy McBala buckets looks like Bubble Jimmy right now. Bubble and Jimmy. I'm loving it. Um, in reference, that's for uh, wow, that feels like forever ago. I guess like a year, a little year and a half ago. Whenever they played in the bubble, um, Jimmy was going nuts, literally putting everything on the line, playing over 40 minutes a game, and just putting everything on the court, taking his team to the Eastern Conference Finals, or I guess all the way to the finals. I guess. I don't we don't really care about after that after you know that that last series, whatever. Um, <laughs> but he looks great. The Heat look like uh, he also looked like a really really tough team in the playoffs. I would love to see the Heat play the Raptors in the first round, so there's less chance of the Bucks playing both of them. But I guess I can't ask for that. Um, another side note, which I guess isn't part of my like positive thing to say about them, they are running a absolute like truckload of pick and roll, and I don't know really know why. I guess just Kyle Lowry he's probably you know creates the best in pick and roll. I understand that. But, like, I just feel like they need to acquire, like, just one. Just one little tiny, tiny little, like, ISO threat. I don't know who it's going to be. Uh, well, I guess we'll have to look closer, like, free agency or not. I guess not closer to free agency, but closer, like, the trade deadline and everything. But I would like to get, like, something, like, so, so small of, like, a ISO threat just to add to it. Because they, they, they feel like they can score, but I feel like if you, like, I feel like if you just, like, Focus Jimmy, like, I feel like they're not going to score that much. So I'm just kind of – I would love to see him add a little bit. Just want to throw that in there. Yeah. I I mean, I talked about it earlier. 
that they looked like the bubble team. Mm-hmm. Like they scrappy. They yeah. look real scrappy. And Kyle Lowry is looking good as like coming in. Maybe he's not the leader that he was on like the Raptors because I still think that's Jimmy. Oh, yeah. But I mean, adding another veteran in the locker room that can just control it is something that you really like to see. Mm-hmm. Uh going into the next one, your beloved Milwaukee Bucks, the reigning champs. So Obviously, they haven't had more than half of their starters so far this season. They've looked decent. They haven't looked good. They've looked decent. Thanks. Okay, just wait, just wait. They've kept their losses decently close. I mean, it hasn't been like Mm -hmm. they've getting blown out. I mean, they've lost by like 10 and 12, which looks like a lot, but it's a lot of the other team scoring at the end of the game just to push away right at the end. Mm. Um but once those core guys come back, it's going to make a world of difference. Mm. Drew, Chris, Brooke Lopez. I mean, I don't. I still don't love Brooke Lopez still being on mm. the team. Like, I think they can find something more beneficial to the team. But having him and not having him without a replacement is like you can definitely tell that they're missing him. I agree. Yeah. I I don't. I think it's more of like a at this point like. Is it too much for me to say that, like, have I entered the fandom of that doesn't really care about the regular season for my team? Do I? I hate that. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I definitely still want to see the Bucks win some games in the regular season. I think standings actually matter. I think playoff seating actually matter. Um, I'm not too worried right now, though. So. Well, I mean, if you're looking at just standings, no, like, low seed team has won a finals since. Yeah. I couldn't even tell you exactly when, but usually it's a one through four team. What were the Mavericks when they won? They were one seed. I'm thinking of the year before that, or the year they played the Kobe. No, what year? What were the Thunder? Whenever y'all were eight, the the East final or West finals? No, they still didn't win either way. But the the closest things would have been. The Knicks getting to the finals when they were the eighth seed, which I mean, you didn't win the championship, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. The son or the Nuggets beating out the Sonics when they were the eighth seed, and I think they made it to the Western Conference Finals. They might have lost in the next round, but uh, yeah, they, either way, you're not gonna make the finals as a low seeded team. Yeah, I think maybe that maybe the Heat were in like bubble wise. I think they were like fifth or sixth seed, Maybe. but obviously they didn't win the finals either. They were so. sixth. So, so yeah, I think Bucks were three. Or I we thought that was last year. One played. What would? I don't know. I think they were like five or six. Anyways, yeah, it's. It does matter. Yeah, it definitely matters. Uh, next team, uh, I got the Timberwolves, Minnesota Timberwolves. I said Anthony Edwards is being very decisive with the with his movement on the court. Um. I'd like to see him create for other people a little more. But he's being very decisive, and I really like seeing that. You can tell, like, he's attacking, like, with confidence and not just, like, blindly just, like, driving, which I'm I'm actually enjoying to see as someone who's been a known critic of Anthony Edwards. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they ended up trading Cat some point in this year and just letting Anthony Edwards shine, yeah. maybe getting another player in this draft. Maybe trading Cat to a team and getting like the, not the Vucevic package, better than the Vucevic package because 
obviously Cat is six years younger than Vooch, but maybe getting like a top ten pick for him and having two top ten picks. Sean looking at how many picks the Thunder could have in the top ten. Hmm. I'll give you one. You can have one of our picks. That's it. One of these guys. For you can have that and Derek Favors. <laughs> Take it or leave it. Okay, going to the next team that I got. I got the Pelicans. Um, no comment. I'm just kidding. Brandon Ingram is coming back. You skipped me, by the way. Did I? Yeah. Wait, what? Oh, you. Co- I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. All right. Screw the Pelicans. Sorry. They're yep. they're two and twelve or whatever. Yeah, they're bad. Um. We get to talk about the thunder. In my notes, I said, "Woo we." That's it. No. Oh my I, god! <laughs> I wish you were talking. Yeah. <laughs> no, I. I mean, obviously, I know a lot more about the thunder than I know of any other team. But Dort has played amazing this year. I know you love that. Uh, Muscala averaging about ten points in under fifteen minutes per game. Like he's just a spark off the bench. I think he'd help so many teams. Him and Kenrich Williams. Um, and they just had a four-game win streak. They're they're just fun to watch. I need to cut that out. A little oh yeah, they, they they lost to Brooklyn. We're we're chilling. They they lost by like twenty four points yesterday. You want to hear my note for the Thunder? Let's see it. Uh, <laughs> July 29th can't come any faster. It's not gonna be July 29th again, but the twenty twenty two NBA draft will be held Thursday, July 29th. Really? That's, That's exactly what it, what it was this past year. That's what it says. It was a Thursday, July 29th. Of this that was posted seven days ago. That's, yeah, that's weird. Yeah, like that's pretty, pretty recent. I have a screenshot of that. Of I said, like Chet, a, please. Chet, please. I, see, I, I would please, love Please, Chet. Okay, let me just throw the Pelicans real quick. I had no comment. Basically, Burningham's coming back soon. Hopefully, Zion um, is large. <laughs> Who you got next? We're going to go over to the... Atlanta Hawks. So I saw this stat today, which obviously helped me out when I was doing this one because <laughs> they have not looked great. Mm. Obviously, they have a worse record than the Thunder. Uh, Trey Young is tied with Kevin Durant for third with most 40-plus point games through their first four seasons. They're behind Shaq and LeBron. That's sick. Yeah. That's sick. I love that. And obviously, he still has the rest of the season to go. I wonder how many... 40-point games he has this season. It can't be very many. I don't I don't think it. I know he has two. I don't, I don't know if he has No, because the, these past four games, he's averaging like 32 points a game. Okay. So uh, I know he's had at least two 40-plus point games. But, yeah, that's just a cool stat. Like, definitely something to hype you up, even though their record isn't great. I got to look this up. Hold <laughs> up. Hold up. Third, oh, that's minutes. One. One. I knew it. Okay, just one. One. Four, but he's had like 30. He's had a ton of 27s, a 32, 31. He's like pretty high up there. But that I was, like, I was like, holy cow, that seems like a lot, 40. Yeah, yeah. I knew the 40 against the Bucks. Still, either way, he's still snapping. He still is like that like quote-unquote culture guy that I was saying whenever at the beginning of the draft or I guess last season. Um, Suns are my next team. Okay. So – just just for reference, I'm keeping track of some of my, like, pretty aggressive takes. My other one was John Murray still has something to prove, whatever. That was two weeks ago. Okay, this is my nice thing, I guess I could say, for the Suns, and I'm putting it as, like, a red mark one, okay? Um, the Sun. Uh, oh, sorry, sorry. My nice thing about the Suns is DeAndre 
isn't playing that good, and you didn't pay him. And then, I know. I know he's missed like and, five games. And then I put a call and I said, "Are they hoping for him to not play good?" Probably, honestly. <laughs> I was like, I was like, do they want him to play really good? And just, I guess now you gotta really pay him, or you want? I don't know. I, well, I mean, that's what that's what the Pistons did with Drummond a couple years ago, where they were like, "If you prove to us you deserve this max contract, yeah. we're gonna give it to you." But like the. We can't go higher than that, so why yeah. not just like see if we can get a deal on it after yeah. this season? It will. I mean, that does upset a player when you're mm-hmm. not like committed when because that shows tell a him player to prove it not. after three years. Yeah, he's like, what am I doing? But that it's a good decision, but it does hurt his feelings. Mm-hmm. True. But then Mikal Bridges, like, he's gonna get a contract, and you got. I feel like you got a decent got discount yeah, on yeah, there. You definitely. Did. So yeah. Um, San Antonio Spurs. <laughs> There's not much about them. I mean, they're just they're just there. They yeah. got a cool New Jersey. Yeah, that that's it. That's my thing. No, no, uh, no. I said they need Pirtle back. He was dominant when he played. That was it. That's. Fair I mean, enough. I have nothing else to say, unless you want to talk about how Dejounte Murray has been either getting a triple double or really close every game. I okay. I put a little note. Just because I was like, I actually enjoyed one of the games that I watched them this week. I said, DeJounte Murray, Lonnie Walker, Bryn Forbes, and Derek White might be the most underrated set of four guards mm-hmm. in the league. Like, if you were like, if you were to be like, oh, yeah, like James Harden, Kyrie, and then you're like, okay, Patty Mills. Like, they, like that's an insane group, right? But, it, like, if you're talking like just some, like, super, like, underrated dudes who literally could probably start on most teams – Bryn Forbes a little iffy. I mean, he played a great role in the playoffs run for the Bucks last season. Derek White a little iffy. But I'm saying, like, these are just an insane set of four right there. Like, those guys play minutes for almost any team. So, I'm going to throw that out there. They need a little credit. Um, I got the Trailblazers. That's my second to last one. I said, CJ, Norman Powell, Anthony Simons are all playing incredible. And Nurkic has the second highest defensive rating uh, based on that Raptor rating from 538. So they're all playing good, even though Dame is not playing great. When Dame comes back, they could look way better. If Dame can just, you know, look good. Yeah, I'm Please glad, just look good. I'm I glad mean, you got the Trailblazers. He's averaging like 20 points per game, bro. I'm like, glad you got them because I wouldn't have had anything good to say. Yeah. I'd have been like... Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's that's exactly how I would have been. Yeah. Um, hopping over into my second to last team. Okay. The Magic. All right? You, you'd think I'd hype up Jalen Suggs, right? Because that was one of my favorite players. No. Their best rookie was the second pick that they took this year. Franz Wagner has looked like a solid rotation player already in his rookie season. And I think he could be, dare I say it, no. A Clay Thompson type player on a championship team. What? Because he is in a he's a really efficient shooter. I'm not his defense isn't quite near the level of Clay, but I think if they play a good team defense. What? He he has a good he has good defensive instincts. He's been sending players like the person he's guarding, he's been sending them down into the spot where mm-hmm. Bamba and Wendell Carter can get the block or like trap them down there. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, 
I didn't think I was going to watch a ton of Magic games, but they've been they've been decently fun to watch. Um, even like especially with Cole Anthony. I mean, Cole Anthony has been smashing. He's been he's been playing really well, and I think he might be one of the few players that will end up in that most improved player conversation oh, if he keeps be. this up. Gotta be. Even though he's a second year player. Gotta be. Yeah. Closing it out. Last one that I have. Uh, I got the Sacramento Kings. I'll say. This one kind of hurts because me and Sean were so high on Jared Butler, and he kind of hasn't been doing that much, but he's kind of just got no minutes on the on the Jazz. But David Mitchell has been playing insane defense. Offense has been a little lackluster, but he's been a net positive on his team, which is great because you knew the defense was there. We thought it was a little less. It's definitely there. Um, offense – just kind of needs to like get rolling. He feels very like one dimensional to me on offense, but um, still net positive player. So. Yeah, I I enjoy seeing his highlights. I don't think I could watch it's a whole Kings crazy. game. It's not. It's not that crazy because Tyrese Halliburton shot looks ugly. Like it looks ugly. Yeah, I did watch a Kings game this past week though, where Dort stole the ball from Fox when Fox tried to uh, ISO on him. I no, I was literally laying there with Abby. I was like, uh, I was like, watch this because it's the last ten seconds of the game, and she was like, I'm ready, ready to eat. Like I'm so hungry. Sit down. I'm like, we gotta watch this. I know it'll take like three minutes, but then it was like five seconds left. De'Aaron Fox was isoing on Dort, and I was like, bet Dort gets a steal and goes and scores. And I was like, the scoring part I don't know so much about because he's not usually good at. That the whole finishing thing. But stole the ball, goes down, low Euro step, score. Fire. Yeah. It was it was awesome. Love him. Um my last team. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. <laughs> Houston Rockets. Oh. I don't have anything written them? down. Oh no, they are at the bottom. Okay. I don't have anything written down. Bro, I, I don't even make me go there. Jalen Green Dude, they all looks that okay. Whole, that whole team pissed me off. They, he looks okay. Jay Sean Tate looks like a decent NBA player. He is okay. He he. I think he is the closest middle person on that Raptor rating that I've ever seen. He is like the dead middle of the dot of like the origin. Um, I guess. I mean, I don't really have a lot of good things to say. One thing that I'm like kind of pissed off about is like Jalen Green is coming down for inbounds like all the time and never getting the inbound. I'm like, dude, just don't tell him to come down. Like, and he, like, it's situations where, like, he's coming down and there's, like, three guys there. It's like, someone either tell him to not come down or just give him the ball. I'm just confused. Like, is it, like, a trust thing to not let him bring it down? Like, I just don't really understand what's going on with that. I also want to say that they're averaging 18.5 turnovers per game. It would help if they had a veteran point guard that could pass the ball and, like, handle an offense. Maybe even one who's, like, a little explosive, maybe, like, a history kind of kind of <clears throat> veteran aspect of him. One that you traded for recently, and he helped you go on, like, a seven-game win streak last season. Um, yeah, I think that Who that probably might... actually made you lose the first overall pick. Yeah. Um, for maybe, a seven-game win streak. Maybe John Wall. Yeah. All right, you ready to go into some awards? Let's get some awards. All right, I'll let you go first for 
MVP this week. All right, MVP this week, Paul George. Love it. Yeah. Like I said earlier, Paul George has been on a tear. Helped the Clippers go on, I think it was a seven-game win streak. So, yeah, he's just he's been playing amazing, been playing great in the clutch. I am afraid that I've seen it a few times on Twitter already. People are saying Paul George and Kawhi Leonard might not be a good fit together. Crazy. What? No way, bro. No way. Um, I got Jokic. Pretty obvious. He looks no doubt MVP. Um, they won five straight. The last four without Michael Porter Jr. And their opponent is averaging 96 points per game in those four games. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, their defense has really turned it up because if you look at their offense, yeah, there's only two players averaging above 15 mm-hmm. points a game. And, I, I and there's wa- not like a ton averaging like 12 oh, or no. 13. No. I wanted to see how they were like winning these games so much. And I was like, obviously they, you know, they're not giving up as many, as many points. They are slowing the ball down so much. Okay, they have 17 less possession or 17% less possessions per game than the Warriors. And they're, the, the Warriors aren't even number one in pace. If we take the number one team or a, a close to top five team in pace in the Grizzlies, the, the, the Nuggets are averaging a third less possessions than them per game, which is insane. Like They're just slowing the ball down like crazy, kind of like a Jazz-esque kind of, kind of vibe, like the, but they're having less possessions than the Jazz per game, which is crazy. Um, just an update, Jokic is the pie leader for this week. Um, give me your reserve, big guy. All right, reserve is Kelly Oubre. Love it. Weird, because uh, he got ejected this week, but he's been playing really well. Uh, had a couple scoring outbursts, but helping the Hornets get back on that winning streak. I'll give you that. Uh, I got Montre- I got Montrezl Harrell as my reserve. Honestly, he just balled on the Cavs, like. It looked like not a single person could guard him. Um, he averaged 21, 8.5, and 5 with not a single turnover in two games, which is insane to me. Um, going off of that, I'm just going to go straight into my rookie because mine is from that same game. Uh, I'm going to go Evan Mobley as my rookie for this week. I will say his defensive rating in four games this week, Sean, is 82.8. 82 is his defensive rating. Um, he's the fourth highest rated defender in the league based on the Raptor model. Um, and that's in the whole league. That's not rookies. He's fourth highest in the whole league. Um, I do have a question for you. Okay. Okay, so remember how I'm doing my, like, pie leaders for rookie, okay? Yep. So <clears> the beginning <throat> of season, I was doing 20 minutes per game and or greater than 20 minutes per game, which was fine because our rookies were playing, like, 25 minutes per game, everything, right? This week, we finally had a, a an outlier. Alperin Shangun was number one in pie. He averaged 20.1 minutes per game. Okay. Do you think we should increase the minutes per game now? Keep in I, mind, Mobley played 33. Barnes is playing like 35. Jalen Green's playing like 33. 20, 25 definitely is like a good. Okay. I, I thought from the beginning that would be a good one. Like 25. once we got further okay. into the year because... Now, I do mean, you think we scale later on to maybe 30? Or do you think probably, evaluate as we go? Probably, but I don't know if... Because you might end up just getting down to like six or seven rookies. Yeah, that's my because worry. Because they don't have 
Because they could have just been an outlier. Like Shangun could have. I think Shangun's was like nineteen, which is pretty high, honestly. <clears throat> I think. I think. Um, Jokic this week was like twenty four, and he and nineteen is like really high for a rookie. So I don't know if he was just an outlier. And I, it, what going back to how they won't get that many minutes. You see that even these like rebuilding teams, like Shingun's not getting a lot of minutes. When yeah, I mean they're obviously rebuilding. They have the worst record in the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you go over to like the Pistons, which I mean they only have Cade, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, I mean, no other guy that's like a young guy is getting a crazy time. Like Luca Garza isn't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you'll probably end up with just six or seven players if we I'm do scale too much. I didn't want to go to thirty. That's what I was worried about jumping to. Can you do like twenty seven, twenty eight instead? Because I feel like that Josh Giddy plays around twenty seven to twenty nine minutes a lot of games. Yeah. Unless it's like he either is like there. Or it's 36. I'm going to – so I put it in my chart with both, and I put their <clears> minutes <throat> per game. I think next week I'm going to do it at 20 again and see if I have another, like, crazy outlier with someone just barely hitting 20 minutes. If I do, I'll move it to 25. If I don't, I'm just going to leave it. Or I might – I might honestly, I might just go to 25 either way. Forget it. Who's your rookie for, Sean? Evan Mobley. Okay. I mean, it's, it's pretty easy to say because he's – He's the catalyst for this Cavaliers team. And uh, like I said earlier, that when I went on the Cavs, all of my talk was about Mobley. Yeah. I I told you, I, did, I didn't even think he was going to be this good this early. I don't think anybody thought he was. There's no way. But I thought that, I mean, if this is his floor, Jesus. goodness. And that's what I still. Oh, by the way, I still can't find that stat or like how to track that stat of uh, percent of percent of possessions of guarding like guards and stuff or out of position players because I wanted that for Scotty Barnes. Um, if anyone knows how to find that, please send it to me because I, I would love to track that for Mobley. Because if Mobley starts getting that higher percentage against players in other positions, <clears throat> nuke just nuke incoming. All right, so f- flipping over to stat line. I'm going with the game that happened yesterday. Okay. For us, obviously, it's Monday. Um, I'm choosing Patty Mills. All right? Okay. He had 29 points against the Thunder. Did, no rebounds, one assist, two steals. Okay. But 10 for 16. Doesn't sound great. But 9 for 12 from three. Oh, this wow. man think it was the oh Olympics or something? Oh, my God. Like, I get, snapped. I get that the Thunder have a lot of overseas players. Oh my god, but, he had something to prove that game. He didn't want to tell anyone. He, he saw Josh Giddy and he was like, Oh, I guess I guess we're playing Australia. Or he saw Dort and Shea. Uh, maybe we're playing Canada right now. Oh my god. He snapped. But yeah, it was like he was Olympic Patty Mills. That is what it seems like. Okay, I went with Drummond as, as my stat line. I didn't even pick a game. You could have picked any of three games. He had a, a twenty five rebound game, a twenty rebound game, and a sixteen rebound game. I think he averaged like 18.7 rebounds this week. Um, I have to say, Drummond continues to tell me why you have to continue to devalue centers. You have to. Because, like, honestly, Drummond is kind of an outlier the way that he can rebound. He's insane. He's really like building a rebound specialist, honestly. But, like, there's a lot of players that are, like, close to the level that Drummond are. Miles Turner is one that I kind of mentioned last week. Um and it kind of 
I don't even – it just scares me, like, taking a guy whenever, like, I know I could probably get Drummond. Obviously not somewhere just like Drummond, but maybe a little less. Like, Jared Allen, who's going to be a rebound type of guy. And he could get me almost the equivalent of someone like it, of like James Wiseman, you know. So yeah. it just – I just need to throw in like, you, I, I will continue to do it until I'm, like, proven different. Because, like, there's a huge jump between, like, the tier of, like, Jokic, Giannis, KD as, like, big men who are insane – and then someone like Drummond, who is also insane in his own category. Yeah, like Jokic and Embiid mm-hmm. are complete dominant centers. Yeah. And then you flip over, you're like, oh, Drummond and uh, Gobert are getting really good stat lines. Yeah. They just don't impact the game in as many ways as those top-tier centers. Which is also the reason why we cannot put Gobert in the MVP talk. I'm sorry. Like, it's... Yeah. You cannot. Agreed. So, game of the week, I'm going with the Thunder Pelicans. I Obviously, I went to it in person, so there's a bias. And I had two days where I basically didn't watch any games except for the Pelicans and Thunder and Grizzlies. Um, but that game was so crazy. Obviously, I was sitting in a Pelican stadium, and the ref probably gave out five techs in one – I think it was five techs in one quarter. Oh Josh Hart got thrown out. There was a ref you suck chant that – started up it was just it was so fun to be at it was it was really cool so yeah that was my game of the week it wasn't like an amazing game Mm. but you were there though it was fun to be at and i never realized but i don't like when you're watching a game on the computer or on tv you realize like okay yeah they have 20 points already when you're at the game i looked up and it was like 24 to 16 and i was like it feels like it's like 10 to 2 and then it was mid third quarter it was like 84 to 60 something i was like huh (laughs) there's where where those points come from when did y'all already scored those like i saw i saw them going back and forth Mm -hmm. and scoring 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 but you look up and you're like that's 84 yeah yeah Yeah. it's crazy it's just it's really crazy (laughs) Um, my game, I went with, uh, the Celtics beating the Raptors earlier this week. Celtics won 104-88. Honestly, not even, like, a crazy game, kind of how yours was. I was just ex- really, really excited to see, like, two of my favorite, like, I guess you call them, like, new age centers in the league in, like, Robert Williams and, like, OG Ananobi. Um, the Celtics have, like, have a, a much better team than they, than it shows in the standings and the box scores and stuff like that. Scotty Barnes is getting a ton of run. Um, I love seeing him trying to guard like Jason Tatum. Definitely going to be one of his tough, toughest matchups. I guess like just one-on-one, like it just looks like that's going to be a battle, like that body type, which it's a very unique body type. So not like he's going to go against every night. Um, can't wait to see him against like PG a lot, like those kind of similar body type players. Um, Robert Williams is exactly who I said he was going to be. Yeah. A hundred percent. He has to play center. That's the peak upside. He's finally getting center minutes. He's getting a ton of minutes. Um, and he's not even insane. But I just have to let it be known that I was, like, kind of right. And if he shoots any threes at all, it's a dub. Um, he's basically what you want Pascal Siakam be, but three years younger. And I also saw all this cool-ass stat that you're really going to love. Okay, he has more alley-oop field goals. Robert Williams does. Than 25 other teams. Nice. And I promise you those other five are probably like the Hawks, 
probably the Suns. Who else throws a ton of lobs? You can no, that. probably not the Hawks because Clint Capella and Trey Young. No, I'm saying he's more than the oh, five okay, teams that he's okay, not okay, better okay, than. Okay, okay, okay. I'm saying yeah, that's what I'm saying. The teams that throw a ton of lobs, like you know what I mean. Like, yeah. There's like few like you Nets. know for sure. Nets. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's a few that you know for sure throw a ton, and it's like he's better than every other team just by himself, just in lobs. So I don't. know. I'm loving it. And Al Horford freaking was leading the league in blocks per game for I know October. That's what I'm saying. Like they look they. When I watch them play, I'm like, yeah, they're they're nasty. But then I'm like, I see their their standings. I'm like, you're like 500, bro. What? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's pretty weird. Uh, going over to my team of the week, Phoenix Suns. It goes a little bit back to last week, where I mean, they're on an eight game winning streak. They started the season one and three, and now they're nine and three. So it's just, I mean, I'm giving it to them. A little flashback from last week, a little bit from this week, but. Yeah, you're definitely not just surprising me, but you're showing that you're still a good team, even though people doubted you after the first four games of the season. Yeah. So what do we have? Dud? Oh, no, my team. I'm stupid. What the heck? I'm geeking out right now. Um, I just – oh, my God. I just broke my my spreadsheet, dude. Oh, my God. Where am I at? Oh, okay, I picked Philly. Jesus. Wait till you see my columns right now. Okay. Um, uh, okay, the Sunny the Series went 4 0. Honestly, I'm picking them just for the game that they had against the Bucks. Their bench looked insane. Drummond's been balling, obviously. He was my stat line of the week. Um, their bench just really impressed me. And they beat the Bucks, um, who I guess are also hurt. But the way they were playing, Maxi went nuts, which I guess is kind of an outlier. But I mean, you kind of made him your thing. So I guess I'll give him a chance. Um, but they beat the Bucks without Embiid. Tobias Harris, Matisse Thibel, Seth Curry, and then obviously Ben Simmons. But all those guys didn't play, which is basically their entire starting lineup. Yeah. So, pretty impressive. So, I think we both have the same dud of the week. Really? You have the Rockets. Mm, yeah. Yeah. They – okay, so one thing that you were talking about with Shingun earlier is I think he's a lot like Cantor. Where he plays those small amount of minutes, like 20 minutes a game, if that – and he's just, while he's in there, scoring, rebounding, and passing, which Cantor doesn't do. But, like, he can't defend at a high enough level to where he's a starter and getting big minutes on the team. But he's good enough to sub in and do those, like, spot minutes. And he gets the stats, yeah. which is obviously going to push him up rankings and leaderboards and stuff like that. Yeah. I do like Shingun, Not as much as I did, like, way pre-draft. Yeah. And then all that. But, yeah, the Rockets have not looked good. I think they're on, like, an 11-game losing streak. Um, they haven't won a game since they beat the Thunder by 30 points. And, yeah, they're the real black eye of the league. You took down personal, huh? Yeah. Definitely. Um, my, uh, like Sean said, my dad is also the Rockets. And it sucks, bro, because I like so many of their young guys. I'm I'm still like hiding them I guess in the future but like it is so hard to watch them bro. My comment literally says da da da. At this point I'm struggling to force feed myself Rockets games just to watch some of their young guys. Like I I don't know it, they are just so hard to watch. I don't I'm I don't know what else to say. Sean, pick them. Update us on our records and then the games we picked for this week. All right. So over the past week. I went five and one. Zach went four and two, bringing my record to seventeen and six, and Zach to twelve and eleven. Back on the winning 
side, the oh, over 500. Uh, so just to update you on the missed shots winner from our, our little fun one of last week, Cade missed 10 shots. I was like, oh, no. Like, I definitely lost that. Jalen Green missed 12. It was close. I remember watching that game on Wednesday at, um, at Coastal, and I, I remember getting off the phone with your dad, and then I was like, oh, my God, this is the game that we picked the shots. Holy cow, I need to start watching this. <laughs> and they were they both had, like, nine shots missed when I think when I looked, and I was like, oh, my God, this is so close. That means it was a good this pick is so for, close. for what we should have done last week. Heck, yeah. So, makes me happy. All right, so – the games for today, we have the – or well, for this week, we have the Lakers at Milwaukee on Wednesday. Lakers at Milwaukee? Yeah. I, I don't know. Everyone's missing. Yeah. Everyone from both teams, I'm yeah, assuming. Because I, when I looked, I saw Anthony Davis day-to-day, which obviously that doesn't mean a ton nowadays. Yeah, I guess, yeah. But mm. – I think I want to go Lakers. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Lakers. Um, God, I want to look and see who's out, but I'm not going to. Like I want to choose Milwaukee, but yeah. I just think they're gonna have a lot more of their star players out. And I did see something that said LeBron was close to returning. I don't know when that is, but give me he's close. I don't know. The rest of our games are pretty close. Give me the Lakers. Lakers? All right. Yeah, I'll take the Lakers. Next game, Chicago at Denver on Friday. Two really good teams, especially over the last couple of weeks. Give me Denver. All right. Uh, This is where we switch it up. I'm going with Chicago. Chi-town, baby. All right. Next game is actually tonight. So when you're listening to this, you'll already know who the winner is. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Toronto at Portland. Dude, I feel like I just have to keep picking the Trailblazers, and I hate it. Give me... Give me the Trailblazers, bro. All right. I hate it, too. I'm going with Toronto. Probably going to (laughs) win. I hate... Dame has to be good eventually, right? Right, yeah. He he has to at some point. I think I literally picked a Portland game last week, too. A, uh, I'll flip over the page and look it. for you. Um, no, we both picked the Clippers last week. Oh, thank God. Last week you did pick Chicago over Dallas, which you won. So, hmm. Oh, wait, that was that was the last one anyways. Yeah. Um, Boston at Atlanta on Wednesday. I'm excited for this game. Yeah, this will be fun. Give me... Uh, give me the Celtics. Celtics, all right. Boston for you. I want the Hawks to win, not going to lie. So I'm just going to go ahead and go with who I want to oh win. Gosh, this is a make-it-or-break-it week. Yeah, I know, right? We're, oh, God. We're flip-flopping on everything. Uh, San Antonio at Minnesota on Thursday. This is our bore of the week. What do we What do we call it? The snooze fest of the week or something. Some It's just bad teams playing each other. Yeah. Bad record-wise. Yes. And, I mean... We could have picked say- a lower record game. That we yeah. didn't pick. Um, which would have been OKC versus the Rockets, but we didn't pick that one. So what do we have? San Antonio and Minnesota? Yep. Give me Minnesota. All right. I'm going to go with San Antonio. Bro, pick so. the same team as me. <laughs> we always win when we do that one. I'm saying. All right. 
So for our fun stat of the week, we're staying with that San Antonio at Minnesota game. Zach decided he wanted to do. <laughs> I the, loved picking this. The Timberwolves. So only the Timberwolves, right? Mm-hmm. Not both teams. No, only the Timberwolves. Okay, only the Timberwolves in this game. Are they going to have more steals and blocks combined or turnovers? They're really close in both stats. So I don't want turnovers. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go turnovers. Bro, as you well. can't copy me now. Uh, yeah, I can. <laughs> no, I definitely think with the defense that the Spurs have with Dejounte Mur- Dejounte Murray averages a good amount of steals every game, uh, but they have a better defense than I think the Timberwolves will have a defense. You know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, it's hard to put into words, but I think they're gonna like they're gonna have more they're gonna force than more takeaways. Yeah, they're gonna force more turnovers yeah. than the Timberwolves are gonna have. It makes sense. Steals and blocks, but yeah. So that's gonna close us out for this episode. Let's see who wins the week in the Pickums. Later.